Hello and welcome to the latest episode in the Oz Movie Geek podcast. I'm your host, Pato. It's been a couple of weeks since my last podcast. I thought the isolation would make me want to do this more. And don't get me wrong, I do want to do it. It's just that it's a bit difficult at the moment working from home and using the exact same creative space as my workspace. The inspiration just isn't there as much as what I was hoping it would be. Nevertheless, I will be getting more reviews out to you soon. A couple of new releases coming out, which is pretty awesome. So I've actually had a chance to watch a couple new releases, which is a bit of uh, a breath of fresh air, I guess, because I've just been re-watching The Office. Don't get me wrong, I love The Office, but it's just refreshing to be able to watch something new. Um, I love revisiting films that I've seen before and even checking out some films that I haven't seen before. But it's just finding the right ones to talk about. I guess there's a few, like I mentioned previously, that I am working on a few reviews, which I'm excited about. But I'm also looking at doing newer films when they present themselves. And luckily this week, I had the chance to see Extraction, uh, the new Chris Hemsworth Russo Brothers team up film that came out on Netflix, which was actually really refreshing to see. And I really enjoyed myself watching it, which is a bit of a surprise because I really didn't like the trailer. But the film itself ended up turning out to be pretty fun, which I'm pretty happy about. Um, and yeah, I'm working on a few different things. Like I mentioned, I've got a couple of dog-related movie reviews coming out with uh, the art of dancing, the art of dancing, the art of racing in the rain, as well as Togo, two dog-related films that are currently on um, on Disney Plus. Too many streaming services. I'm getting myself confused, but um, I'm excited to talk about them. Onward has just come out on Disney Plus as well, so I'll be checking out that one um, very shortly, and I'm excited to do a review of that one as well. Um, as well as revisiting a few films and TV shows that I mentioned in my previous podcast, um, such as Servant, the new um, the new Apple TV Plus uh, TV show from M. Night Shyamalan that was actually quite enjoyable and very weird, but I'm excited to do a bit of a review of that one too. So stay tuned for those. They'll be coming out uh, very shortly. I want to do a Blu-ray uh, roundup as well with some films that I've uh, received over the last couple of weeks. So I'm excited to do that. I'm just waiting for a few more to arrive before... Um, I do a touch up on that, but yeah, that's pretty much an update of what's going on. I'm still getting through isolation like everyone else, but it's getting a little easier and it's a bit more, um, I, I, I don't know, I guess it's getting a bit more normal. I, I think we've been in this situation now for around seven weeks, so it's really different, but it's something that I think a lot of people are getting used to. So yeah, look forward to more content coming soon and sorry about the two-week hiatus, but like I said, it's just been a bit difficult to actually bring myself to record a podcast lately just because of the current um, working situation as well as creative situation. It's just hard to find my space at the moment to be able to do these reviews. But nevertheless, let's talk about Extraction, the new Netflix film that came out only last night um, from me recording this. So yeah, uh, like I said, I had a blast with this one, so let's get stuck into it. You're hoping if you spin the chamber enough times, you're gonna catch a bullet. It's just easy though. This is an extraction. So who are the players? Biggest drug lord in India versus biggest drug lord in Bangladesh. <laughs> Some mythic shit, huh? It's a kidnapping. Drug Lord's son. Clock's running at 16 hours. Proof of life as of six hours ago.
to survive, you do exactly as I say. Who are you? Name? Obi. Move fast, stay low. Something's wrong. The city's on lockdown. Yeah, no shit! The job is fucked, Tyler. Just find my money. That kid is a walking corpse. And there's no way to protect him. You have a family? Yeah, son. He died a few years ago. The best thing you could do for that kid would be to put a bullet in his brain. We can send a chopper and get you out. But you gotta leave the kid behind. Are you gonna leave me in the street? So Extraction. So Extraction was directed by Sam Hargrave and written by Joe Russo from the Russo Brothers and stars Chris Hemsworth, Ramdeep Hooda, um, Rudd Crush uh, Jaswell, and David Harbour shows up for a little bit too. Um, and follows um, the following plot. Uh, in an underworld of weapons dealers and traffic uh, traffickers, a young boy becomes the pawn in a war between notorious drug lords. Trapped by kidnappers inside one of the world's most in Penetrable cities. His rescue beckons the unparalleled skill of a mercenary named Tyler Rake, played by Chris Hemsworth. But Rake is a broken man with nothing to lose, harboring a death wish that makes an already deadly mission near impossible. So like I said, I didn't really enjoy the trailer for this film, but I guess I was looking forward to it just to see what Chris Hemsworth could bring to the table. I'm a Chris Hemsworth fan. I think he has a lot to offer, and I think he's been a bit typecasted in recent roles, and I would like to see him do more of this actioner-type um, film, I guess, and I would really like to see him do more of that. He was in 12 Strong, which wasn't a fantastic film, but it definitely wasn't bad by any means. The only one that I think has been downright not very good and near terrible was Black Hat. Black Hat had the great direction from Michael Mann that we're used to. It was just such a boring film, and it was really bland to look at. Cool setup for a story, but it just didn't really hit, and I think it didn't really utilize Hemsworth's talent. Now, Hemsworth is very charismatic, but he also plays that brooding character quite well as well, so I was kind of keen to see him tackle something like this because I just feel that moving on from the MCU, which he will do after he's got another Thor film in the works and he's in Guardians of the Galaxy 3 as well, but I would like to see him do more of these types of roles because I do think he has a lot to offer in these... um, these types of films. So I was, yeah, like I said, looking forward to seeing it. But like I said, the trailer really didn't entice me a great deal. But I'm happy to report that this film is actually really 
fast-paced and quite thrilling, and I was quite surprised, actually. When I finished watching it, I was like, that was actually really good, and I'm surprised it is as good as what it was. Now, this film uh, was um, released by Netflix, which was different. Uh, It looks like it would have had a bit of a higher budget than some of their most recent releases, but at the same time, it didn't feel like it was over-the-top glossy. There were a few special effects shots that looked quite unfinished. There's a scene that's in the trailer as well of a helicopter that crashes down onto a bridge. And the sequence itself was quite well done because of the cuts that they used. So they were sort of masking the special effects. But you could definitely tell that the film felt a little underdone in that respect. But at the same time, I did enjoy that sequence. I thought it was quite thrilling. But it was just some of those little things that you could notice. that It definitely wasn't a polished big screen film. It feels like it belonged more on Netflix, but nevertheless, it was still very entertaining. So what did I like about the film? The action. This film is brutal in its execution with some of the action sequences. We have some great action sequences and great stunt work. Um, Sam Hargrave was a stunt coordinator on the films like Winter Soldier, Deadpool 2, the Avengers films, etc. He's done quite a bit of stunt work and he was not only a stunt coordinator, but a stuntman as well in those films. So It was really cool, I guess, seeing a stunt coordinator come on and direct a film like this. It felt very much like what Gareth Evans did with the uh, Raid films and even Apostle as well, which is another Netflix film. Um, But also what I thought that um, David Leach and Chad uh, Stelaski did with uh, the John Wick films, they did a very clean and really well-executed action stunt work in those films. And here it's unparalleled. It's absolutely amazing. There's these long takes of these really well choreographed scenes with some of the actors, but some of the stunt work that's on uh, behind the scenes as well. Chris Hemsworth's been uploading some videos on his Instagram in the last couple of weeks leading up to the release of this film. And some of the stunt work behind the scenes is really impressive. There's a great sequence that Chris Hemsworth uploaded on Instagram of, uh, it's a long take in the film too, and I was waiting for it because I saw the video prior to the release, and it's in the trailer as well, of Chris Hemsworth's character and uh, one of the other characters that he's fighting on a roof and they roll off the roof and hit a truck, but they did it all in one take. No wires or anything either. It was just them rolling off the roof onto the um, the roof of this truck. And it was really impressive. And I really enjoyed looking at that sequence. I thought, wow, that is really well done. And yeah, I, I, some of it's seamless. Like you can't even tell that they're stunt, um, stunt people as well. You can't really tell. They honestly look like the actors that they're assisting with this job and it's something to um, mention as well to see some of the actors uh, recognize some of the stunt coordinators and stunt people working in films because they do a lot of the heavy lifting on a lot of projects and I don't think they get the recognition uh, that they deserve in a lot of um, a lot of sequences and a lot of films and Brad Pitt made a mention of this in his acceptance speech uh, for the Oscar for best supporting actor because he himself played Cliff Booth the stuntman in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood And I really did think um, that the stunt work here, if there was an an Academy Award for stunt work, I I think this would be definitely up there with one of the better efforts that I've seen in recent years. I thought it was very well done and I was very um, impressed with what they were able to achieve. And like I said, it's very John Wick-esque. There's these long action sequences and set pieces um, and these beautiful long takes as well where a lot of the action was shot almost like a horror film. We have these sequences, uh, one in particular where we see a bunch of police that are raiding this building and Chris Hemsworth somewhere in the in the building. We follow these police as they clear out each of the rooms and it's really silence and you're hearing people running and some of the noise from the street and it was really well executed. 
and Chris Hemsworth's character is um, somewhere in the building and we don't know exactly where he is, but these police are clearing the rooms and we know that he's going to pop out somewhere and it was very much like a horror sequence and it was really well done. It was really thrilling. You're waiting for it, but it was just the execution of it. It was just really well done. Um, Chris Hemsworth is great as well. His character is quite thin, but he is really good in this kind of role. I think this film really proves his capabilities outside of the MCU. He sells the physicality of his character, but also has that star presence that we've come to expect from him as well. And I thought he was really good in the role. Uh, he's very brooding here. He doesn't really show that Chris Hemsworth likability and charisma that we're used to. His character is still likable. There's a great sequence between him and the young boy who, um, who was really good in the film too, played by, um, uh, I, I know I'm going to say the name wrong, but it's Rag Karash Jaswell. Um, and there was a really nice sequence of the two of them discussing Hemsworth's character's past. And I really did enjoy that because I feel that with the character set up, he's very cliched in the sense that he's this brooding action guy who really has nothing to lose and he's on a death wish, like I mentioned in the plot synopsis. But we get a bit of a touch of his backstory as well, he's, which I wish was explored a little more. And maybe it will be done in a sequel. I'm not entirely sure. But yeah, I just felt that he was very one note in... Um, uh, in the character department, his character was just thin, but I thought him as a performer was really good, and I really enjoyed a lot of the camaraderie between him and the kid that he's protecting as well. You can see why he cares so much uh, due to him losing his own son, um, and you could see that he really takes on that fatherly presence, and I really did enjoy that aspect. Uh, Ram Deep uh, Huda as well was amazing. He is great. Uh, he was a real breath of fresh air. I didn't know much of him. I, I know that he's um, looking up his filmography. He's done a bit of stunt work himself. Um, and I believe he's fluent in a few martial arts as well. But he was really good. Uh, I really liked him. There's a great fight sequence between him and Hemsworth during the film. And I really liked it. I thought it was well executed. Uh, some really great stunt work again. But yeah, I just really liked him. Uh, his story was a bit more compelling actually than Chris Hemsworth. He's being threatened and... He's looking out for his family, so that's why he's taken on this job. And I just really liked seeing that aspect. And I guess using the backdrop of Bangladesh and India itself was really interesting and quite hard to navigate around, I imagine, when they were actually filming because they did shoot on location. But I thought some of the sequences in the busy streets were really well executed. I guess it's hard for um, these actors or even characters in the context of the story to to maneuver during a really busy and overpopulated area um, and trying to get out of that situation. So I really did enjoy that and I thought that the way that it was shot was really well done and the unique location was really, yeah, it was just really, I guess, a breath of fresh air. I just really enjoyed seeing that. I We haven't really seen an action film in India, so I thought that was really cool and I'm glad that they did something different. Um, I did have a few negatives with the film, though, and I guess a lot of them are related to the plot. Now, I haven't mentioned David Harbour because he's barely in the film, but there's a bit of a, a plot twist, I guess. I'm going to get into spoilers here, so if you don't want to listen, you can get out. But, um, yeah, I, I can't really discuss some of the negatives without delving into a few spoilers. I guess my main issue with that whole side plot with uh, David Harbour's character, he shows up and him and Chris Hemsworth obviously have a relationship then within 10 minutes, they're fighting one another and um, he gets shot, essentially, because he's trying to sell the kid because there's a $10 million price tag on his head. And he says, yeah, we're not getting out of this alive. You need to sell the kid. If you don't, you're going to die yourself. And Chris Hemsworth, he's in it not for the for the money. He really just wants to save this kid because he believes that, you know he's doing the right thing. 
So we get this action sequence with David Harbour and Chris Hemsworth, which was really good, but then it's just completely thrown away, I guess, with um, a, a really quick fix of just David Harbour being killed. And I think because we really like David Harbour and then we've come to like him even more um, with his work on Stranger Things, I guess I just wanted to see him more. And I didn't know he was in the film. Um, he shows up briefly in the trailer, but I honestly forgot that he was in the movie. So seeing him, I was like, oh, that's really cool. But, oh, he's gone already. So that was kind of disappointing. But at the same time, I guess, Hemsworth, it was his movie and his story. So we're following more that and the relationship between him and the kid. Um, but a lot of those aspects of the film relating to character, like I said, are quite weak. I also thought the villain aspect, he's such a cliched villain. Um, he's a rich um, Indian uh, drug lord and he, you know, he's really quiet and methodical. Um, and there's a sequence at the end and I kept thinking of the, I guess, the way that it was being shot. It was showing he was up on his balcony of his palace wherever he lived in Bangladesh and he had... Uh, binoculars and he was looking down at the firefight on the bridge but he kept smiling and stuff during the film but we have one shot that's through the binoculars and there's just no way in hell that he could actually see what was going on on that bridge and it kept cutting back to him smiling like he was happy with some of the things that were happening like Chris Hemsworth's character gets shot through the shoulder by a sniper there's no way in hell he would have been able to see that he was obstructed from where where Chris Hemsworth was standing and where he actually fell down after being shot he maybe saw him duck and he would have heard the gunshot, but I don't think he would have been able to see him actually get shot. So logistically, it made no sense. But I mean, I'm fine to let things like that slide, especially in an action film. Um, another thing too, Chris Hensworth's character gets shot so many times in that final battle. He has about three gun wounds, plus he's got some flesh wounds as well. And it takes him to finally get shot through the neck and fall into the river before we believe he's dead. But then there's a final shot of the film of the kids swimming in uh, a swimming pool and he gets out and there's a blurred obstruction in the background um, and it looks like Chris Hemsworth's character, so he looks like he survived. But, yeah, I don't believe that he would have been able to survive that. It sort of suspended a bit of that, dis um, I guess, that um, believability. Um, and I was looking at it thinking, yeah, there's no way in hell he's still alive. He's definitely dead. But I'm happy to overlook some of those things. I guess I wish that the characters were a bit more fleshed out. I guess they're going for that methodical character type, very similar to what John Wick was, but it works a bit more with John Wick because we've explored him a little more and because of the interesting world around them, we're more engaged in the story where with Extraction, the character and a lot of the stunt work and action are really cool still, very similar to John Wick, but I guess the takeaway is that I don't care about Tyler Blake as much as I care about John Wick. And I guess there's room to explore that character a little more if they do a prequel, even a sequel, depending on what that last shot of the film actually meant. But I just think that we could, yeah, really do a lot more, I don't know, a, a lot more character detail and characterization with Tyler Blake's character and maybe explore his past a little more so we do care about it. I just didn't care as much as what the movie really wanted me to. Like I said, the emotional sequence between him and the kid when he's talking about his, the death of his son was quite well done and uh, Hemsworth's a good actor, so he sells it. But yeah, we didn't really get enough of that. And I think if they did another film where he's extracting someone else or, like I said, showing a bit more of his backstory, I would like to see them do a different location. They've done India now, which was awesome. Now let's try something else. Maybe go to Brazil or go somewhere completely different like Russia or something like that. Do something different if you're going to make a sequel. But at the same time, I really did enjoy this film and I would highly recommend it. Uh, out of the newer releases this year, it's one of my favorites. So definitely check it out um, if you get the chance. My verdict. Extraction is fast-paced, brutal and thrilling.
Chris Hemsworth proves that he has a lot to offer as a potential star outside of the MCU. I would recommend you guys check this one out if you get the chance, and I'm giving this one an 8 out of 10. Alright guys, so that brings this review to a close, so thank you all for listening. Like I said, stay tuned for some reviews coming out. I'll hopefully have a review for Onward out by the end of the week. Um, I'm checking out that one tonight, so I'm pretty excited to have a look and see what that one's about, um, and see how good it is. Pixar rarely disappoints, so yeah, let's see how they go with this one. So that's it guys, um, until next time, peace out.